0: I'd been meaning to put up our interviews and all these other special talks uh, about catch wrestling up on some sort of uh, podcast platform. And I'd actually been looking around and um, now I think Anchor.fm is uh, probably one of the best bets for you. Uh, you the inter, user interface has actually gotten much better. Um, it's free. They also have all these different tools, that, which I think work much better than they used to. Uh, To edit and everything, so you can uh, put up a nice podcast, which we'll get more into later. So, hopefully, everything gets smoother later on. Um, Also, they distribute your podcast for you, so it shows up on Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Podcasts, everything like that. And you can also get sponsorships. So, uh, go ahead and check it out. Today, we're talking about Farmer Burns' perspective on self defense. I want to show you this book first so this is called the life work of Farmer Burns this book is you can tell. I mean I didn't I didn't get it new obviously um, but yeah this is from 1911 and uh, it's it's a little bit different from uh, the lessons that he mailed out to people that, that you can buy online as well uh, I'm sure this book maybe is, is uh, I'm sure it's printed somewhere else and you can get it get a newer version of this uh, but this one's a little bit different. It's edited and um, So it has a lot of what uh, like his sayings and stuff like that and different episodes that happened in his life uh, that he doesn't necessarily mention in his uh, correspondence training classes uh, so He has a little bit uh, some like a little bit different perspective on self-defense uh, from what he has in his training classes because um, in his training classes he mentions like jujitsu and self-defense um, and basically, the gist of the train class's point of view on self-defense is that, uh, sure, you might need to use a choke in self-defense, right? Um, but ultimately, wrestling is uh, the main the main skill he's going to use. All right, so let's go ahead and get to um, his like more personal uh, view on self-defense here number one farmer burns first piece of advice for self-defense is to never carry a gun right so this might be strange to uh, many americans maybe it's not so strange for you uh, if you live outside the united states Um, but let's go ahead and give you a little bit more of uh, his explanation here and so he says um, carrying a gun will surely get you into some trouble because the hold-up man is prepared to take chances that you are not prepared to take, right? So, um, I know may, may, maybe many Americans would uh, want to disagree, um, but I personally have um, some certifications and, and training in uh, self-defense stuff, like gun training and, and uh, knife uh, knife training for actual, like, real self-defense, not sport, like, not, like, collie or, you know, stuff like that. Um, no offense to Kali people or whatever, but uh, stuff about realistic uh, attack scenarios, uh, and ultimately, like the person who gets attacked uh, doesn't read like you you uh, you're, you're not necessarily expecting it. So you definitely have uh, this adrenaline rush, and often oftentimes a dump, or or maybe sometimes people uh, will just freeze when um, like when something like this happens. Um, so you have to kind of train. Within these scenarios, um, so uh, I, I, in a way, I, not in a way, actually, I really agree with what Farmer Burn says here. Is because uh, realistically, you know, we're not we're not always out there to attack somebody, right? Especially when you just go out, you want to go uh, go meet somebody or go shopping or whatever. It's like that. You're not thinking about uh, being a predator on somebody, and um, and you're not necessarily expecting to be attacked because. It, it, it's just not happening every day to everybody, right? Um, so that kind, of, that kind of gets you out of that mindset. So when an attack actually does occur, oftentimes, and this is often the goal of an attacker, right, is to catch you off guard, right? So um, there's other things to kind of make yourself not seem like a victim or, or not like seem like someone that um, is easy to attack because that's the other thing that... Uh, an assailant might be looking for, like someone who looks distracted and, and uh, uh, maybe weaker or you know, something that's like a, an easy target that they're looking for. So those things will help keep you from getting attacked. And so then again, going back to Farmer Burns' point, again, no need to carry a gun because you're not looking like an easy target, so you're probably not going to get attacked. Right, so that, that those are more statistic-based stuff, but uh, I kind of want to give you um, a little bit more of what he has to say. Um, so what he does is that he then divides into four categories uh, the type of attacker. Right, so um, we going back to what he said about the hold-up man. So he said um, if if you go up against a hold-up man, so basically someone who maybe. At a distance, points a gun at you and says, Give me your wallet or whatever. What is Farmer Burns' advice? Which is very logical, which um, I agree with. Just give him your wealth, he says, and keep still. Right? And then basically, you know, just give him your wallet or your iPhone or uh, Apple Watch or whatever, whatever you got. Um, uh, and then Farmer Burns says, It is only a temporary loss for you. So just remember, you know, your life uh, is more valuable than whatever trinkets you might have, um, or whatever uh, money you might lose temporarily, right? Um, uh, so follow Farmer Burns' advice, just give him your wealth and keep still, right? Number two, the thug, right? So this, what he means by the thug is, is this is someone who's actually a little bit more malicious and he's just going to, um, like attack you suddenly so in this case it's not necessary. This, this is what makes him different from the holdup man because the hold up man ultimately just wants your uh your wallet or whatever uh but the thug is actually attacking you already right so whatever the reason someone's already attacking you a lot of times it's attacking by surprise right so uh what is farmer burns advice against the thug on the street right because this this situation actually has happened with some of my students, under uh, the other people that I know that aren't my students, but who've told me some of their situations, like uh, one woman told me long ago that, um, uh, I don't wanna say the city, right, But I lived in a different city from Los Angeles and was walking down the street. And, um, and when she passed by an alleyway, she was uh, pulled into the alley, like but someone in her blind spot, pulled her down, started beating her up to try to, uh, like, you know, steal her purse and stuff. So uh, anyway, this would fall into that, the thug category, right? What does Farmer Burns say about that? Don't hit him, right? So someone already starts attacking you. He says, don't hit them. So uh, if they have a weapon, he says, grab the arm that holds the weapon and know how to place yourself so that they, so that you can kick his feet a flying that's his quote that's his words right so if someone already comes up at you and they are they're already uh, going into it like trying to hit you and stuff like that uh farmer burns actually brings up a really good point that is involved with our legal system not only in the united states but actually um in a lot of countries all over the world so if you are being hit or attacked by somebody um it's not necessarily the worst thing you can do but legally and it well okay so put so put it legally first you don't want to be beating someone up right so even though they attacked you first you legally do not have the right you still do not have the right to attack them you only have the right to defend yourself so what that means if they're throwing uh, strikes at you right it's your right is to defend, right? Deflect, right? Uh, you do not, you still do not have that right to strike them back or to uh, kill them, right? So there's some, some states where, uh, you know, they have like these strange laws in, in our country that, um, you know, give leniency or have allowed some people to uh, murder others, um, you know, but um, it, it, this is not the case all over the united states and it's definitely not the case all over the world and even so um you know those cases have to be litigated in court right and so then it kind of comes down to whose lawyer is better right okay so the next point is that uh if the person if this thug type person has a weapon that you want to then um try to uh, basically get hold of that weapon arm see if you can't get the weapon from the person and and you throw them down right if you can stay standing great because then if you have the weapon you can then get away uh safely but the, th- the other point about striking someone is that so even if you do strike someone and you don't knock them out uh which is you know could totally be the case right you know you, you hit them wrong or whatever so uh they don't get knocked out so then you're still in a fight all right if you can if you can get that arm then you'll be in a struggle to Take that arm right, but if you can get them down, uh, and you're able to remove the weapon from their grip, then and and get space, distance between you and the assailant and the the thug, right? According to his Martin Burns words, um, then you're in a better situation. Okay, all right. So moving on to the next scenario, if basically if this attacker is fast and with the weapon. Right, so he's already attacking, so already uh, jabbing you with, or uh, hopefully has penetrated you with the knife. But if if the attack is is really uh, sudden, and is already kind of you're already in the middle of it before you even realize what's going on, uh, then his advice is to try to say like uh, duck under and maybe try to uh, throw the person. Right, so he kind of gives a a, an example of doing one of those flying mares. So it that's one where it's like say. He's able to kind of get under and then maybe throw the person over them over himself right just throw them down uh, Because sometimes that's all you can really just react. So he has it. He doesn't necessarily have control of uh, the weapon arm Right, but it's, the attack is happening. So suddenly so you got to use your wrestling to get that person down Right, so that's kind of his uh, the next category that uh, he brings up right, and then he says If you can get them down then take that weapon right okay so category four the crazy man with the knife right so uh, if this crazy man with the knife comes at you and he's not attacking you too quickly right like in the previous category then what he says you want to kind of position yourself uh, if they have the knife in the right hand position yourself to the right of that right hand. So you want to be kind of on the outside. So basically on, you want to be on this side of, of the, the knife arm, right, because if you're straight ahead, right, you, they can jab you, they can slash you, right? So if you're on the outside, all they really have is this outward movement, right? Uh, so, uh, and if they're also wearing, right. it's in the case of Martin Burns days, right? If they were wearing an overcoat, right, it's like a sport jacket or whatever, Uh, then you can be on the outside and then grab their sleeve, right? And then try to take the knife away from them, right? So uh, that's his advice uh, about crazy man with a knife not moving as fast as like someone who's just already ambushing you. So what are his final thoughts for you and self-defense, right? So ultimately, he doesn't want to take too much time thinking about and talking about self-defense. Not because uh, it's not his specialty or anything like that, but because he believes that uh, you can go on and on talking about self-defense. And ultimately, the student, uh, if they end up being a victim, right, or if they end up uh, getting attacked on the street, um, their scenario will be different. You know, it'll be, every scenario is, somewhat unique like i mentioned at the beginning there were i know some woman who just basically got pulled from behind into uh an alleyway and then someone just started punching them um so it's really kind of like ambush the person right Um, so everyone's situation uh, can and will be different right but what is his advice for that is that ultimately he doesn't want you to spend too much time thinking about all these different scenarios but what he does want you to do is to spend time training, right? So not only training uh, your body, but also your mind so that you're a strong individual, like inside and out, but also to be serious about your physical training. All right, and so I want to give you the quote that he, he mentions uh, in his book where he says, develop yourself in a businesslike way. And when you need to employ force, your former experience will enable you to do the right act at the right time. All right, so uh, that actually really reminds me of the ancient Chinese text, right? The Art of War, All right, So that's written by Sun Tzu. Uh, this might be a famous quote, I, I, re- I really like it. And I think it, it's analogous to what Farmer Burns just said, is that uh, sweat more time, or if more, if more sweat flows in, Peacetime, then less blood flows in time of battle, right? So if you're uh, if you're training, right, and then Burton says in a business like way where it's like you go in, you know, five six days a week to train uh, seriously, even if you're feeling tired, you still you still train, you still put in that work. Um, then if a scenario happens where you do happen to be attacked, guess what? you have a higher chance of surviving, right? You have a higher chance of doing the right thing uh, and, and understanding that maybe all you need to do is just give the person your wallet or your watch or whatever, right? So you would have better discernment, right? And if if and when something happens, right? Uh, so I wanna to try to uh, give you guys something interesting about Farmer Burns. He actually has a really interesting life. So I think I wanna share a little bit more of. Uh, his interesting stories, right so I think we 'll do maybe a series about that because he has some pretty wild ones. All right, so if you have any questions or comments, make sure you comment down below in the comment section, and we 'll go ahead and throw up a playlist about here about mindset.